I'm Daniel Fuller from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation. Where today we're going to be taking a look at a passage of scripture in Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. It says that the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. For those who revere the name of God, those that revere God, he will do this for them. And you'll go out like a calf leaping from the stall. It's an amazing picture for us. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today, asking God to help us to understand this verse and to walk in it. But let's get started with prayer. And then we'll go through our filters for today and we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders, and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to and a way to filter my decision-making, to keep things top of mind. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13, 22, it changed the course of my life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life to hopefully one day pass on to future generations. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. And so I began to seek after God. I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up. He began to teach me and to train me. 
And he taught me this whole new way to live. A completely different way to operate my life. Where we learn how to walk in the light. We learn how to do things his way. We learn how to rest and to trust in him. But learning how to walk in the light. I had to learn how to do things a different way. Went through some struggles at times. I had to learn how to walk this out. And I'm still learning. And I began to document what I was learning and the things that I was going through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. So that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. All of these promises that we have in Christ, the promised land. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, to possess them and to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting and stress and frustration and worry. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket. Let them go. Give them over to God. And we could turn around. We could start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is, that he's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all grace, the God of all hope, the God of all comfort, the God of all peace. He's a God of order. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the Lord of the heavenly hosts. He's our righteousness, our counselor, the one who sanctifies us and makes us holy. And we can start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we threw into that other basket, he's got a promise for us. We'll seek him. What's the promise you have for this area? We'll believe it. We'll receive it. We'll learn how to rest and trust in it. Start filling up the basket of praise for it. He's going to help us to walk in those promises. And then this month in December, our filter has been paths beyond tracing out. In Romans chapter 11, it says God's paths are beyond tracing out. And we've asked God this month to help us to develop the path in our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, with the milestones and significant points of development that he has for us on our journey with him and to lay out that path. And along that path, there's some transition sometimes. In this time of year, in December, I found is often a major time of transition and God's shifting the pieces around. And sometimes that can stretch us. He's stretching our capacity where we can handle more. Preparing us for that next level. And this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, our filter has been relax into the stretch. We have to learn how to relax into that stretch position. And then today, as we relax into that stretch, we're talking about there's healing in its wings. Let's take a look at the scripture. Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. God says, But for you who fear my name, 
What's it mean to fear his name? It means to have honor, reverence, respect for him. For those that honor and reverence and respect him, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. And you'll go out and you'll leap like calves from the stall. I think of a young calf, a little animal, who's been stored in a cage or a stall, and you finally open it up, and they just go running out, leaping out of there. It's a great picture for us. And so, Heavenly Father, help us to understand this verse and to walk in this verse from this point on in our lives. And we're going to take communion over this. But why do we take communion every day? Jesus said, as often as you do this, remember me. The Apostle Paul says, every time you take communion, you're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. And so as we take communion today, we're believing we're activating this promise in our lives. Setting it in motion in our lives. But it's also important we take communion the right way. We take some time to examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That's why so many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we're judged in this way by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we will not finally be condemned with the world. So let's take a moment to examine ourselves. Because I believe the reciprocal of this is also true. If we take it the right way, it can make us strong and healthy and give us long life. So first, let's start with, let's celebrate. Over the last day, what are the ways that you walked in the light, that you walked in the truth, that you walked in love? Maybe ways that you put God first. You were open and honest and transparent. You were present and full of joy. You were walking in love, kind and good and gentle and patient, always assuming the best. You're full of peace and joy, full of faith and positivity, maybe even in the face of adversities. You responded with faith and belief and positivity, adaptability. You took action rather than procrastinating and you persevered. You kept going when things got tough. Maybe when you missed it or somebody else missed it, you gave yourself or others grace rather than condemning them or getting back at them or condemning yourself. You brought your best into the moment rather than just going through the motions. So what are the ways that you walked in the light over the last 24 hours? Just take a moment to think about those. And then we've all got buttons in our life. Emotional buttons, buttons in our heart that can get pushed. Sometimes life pushes our buttons. Maybe it's a health issue, financial issue, relationship issue. And when those buttons get pushed, it causes us to not respond 
with the fruit of the Spirit in a beautiful or graceful way. And the symptoms of that. First and foremost, broken fellowship with either God or people. We feel like there's a strain in the relationship, that relationship's lacking peace for some reason. Maybe we snap at people or we got stress and frustration. We got heaviness and pressure on us. Maybe we're lacking self-control or we respond in just a rude or harsh or angry way. Maybe we're feeling down or depressed or like something's missing, but in Christ there's fullness in him. Rather than responding with faith and positivity, maybe we're complaining and venting, being ungrateful. Maybe we're full of worry and toiling in our mind, trying to figure everything out. Prioritizing money over people, being stingy rather than generous. Maybe when someone wrongs us, we retaliate at them, or we give them the silent treatment, we avoid them, rather than continually doing good for others, just like God does for us. Maybe we're focused on lack, not enough time, not enough resources, not enough money. When God is more than enough. We get these buttons in our hearts that sometimes they get pushed and they reveal these things. And it causes us to lose our position in the light temporarily. But the good news is we can get right back in. The shortcut to getting right back in is just gratitude in all circumstances. And God is greater than our hearts. He can reprogram these buttons in an instant. And so we're going to ask him to do that today. So we're going to start with some gratitude and forgiveness first. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that every day, every moment of every day, we get to walk in the light, walk in love, walk in the truth with you. Every moment of every day, we get to choose. You give us that free will. And for any ways that we we missed it, we responded in a way that just wasn't the way you intended us to. We ask you to forgive us. We forgive ourselves. And if there's any relationship that is strained, we're going to take some steps to get that peace in the relationship again. And Father, I thank you that what you put within us, that seed you planted in us is more than enough. To handle whatever is coming at us in life in a beautiful, graceful way. And we're asking you to help us grow and cultivate what you put within us. So that we stay positioned in the light no matter what's coming at us in a day. And we thank you for that. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body. It's broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him, made us one with him. And communion's a celebration of our union with him, being joined together as one. So, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread.
Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness, transfers us into the light. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. For those that fear him, the son of righteousness is going to rise with healing in his wings. We're going to go out like calves leaping from a stall. We start walking in this from this point on in our lives. So, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, let's talk about some practical application for our health and fitness. So our filter for this week has been relax into the stretch. When you're stretching, obviously, work on relaxing into that stretch so that your body opens up more. But also in your movements, when you're doing weightlifting or push-ups or squats or sit-ups, whatever it may be. As you do the negative part of the exercise where you lower back down, work on relaxing into that rather than resisting and fighting it. You're going to find that when you do that, there's an elasticity that happens when you come back out of it. There's kind of a newfound strength that you find when you relax into it rather than fight against it. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.